Hello. Welcome to the show. The conservative hour. And the topic for tonight. Testing the volume level. Yeah, it's a little low. Turn it up here. A lot more. Um, yeah, okay. And the topic for the show is the Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023 election results. Last week it was the uh, election. And the results, if you have not heard them yet. Learon Gaylor Baird re-elected Lincoln mayor. Headline from 1011now.com by Amber Little, published May 2nd, 2023. <coughs> Updated moments ago. Lincoln voters have re-elected Learon Gaylor Baird as mayor. The Lancaster County Election Commission released unofficial results. Final results for the Lincoln General Election Tuesday around 10.15 p.m. And Learon Gaylor Barrett has 42,072 votes to Susan Geist's 35,404 votes. Approximately 3,000 early votes and 690 provisional and all resolution ballots will be counted later this week, but it's not enough for Geist to win. And have the totals from <coughs> other races and from the mayor's race. Gaylor Baird, a Democrat, wins as mayor with 54% of the vote to 46% for Susan Geist, Republican. The Lincoln City Council, District 1, James Michael Bowers, Democrat, wins with 53% of the vote to uh, Taylor Wyatt, Republican, with uh, 47% of the vote. In a uh, Lincoln City Council District 2. Ah, alas, Tom Duden, Republican, has won there with uh, 55% of the vote to Bailey Feet, right? Democrat with uh, 45% of the vote. And in Lincoln City Council District 3, uh, Justin Carlson, a Democrat, <coughs> declared winner with uh, 61% of the vote to Elena Newman's 39%. Lincoln City Council, District 4, Brody Weber, a Democrat, with 59% uh, of the vote. And uh, losing, Wayne Reinwalt, Republican, with 41% of the vote. The Airport Authority, both Republicans uh, winning over both Democrats, that's Chris Stokes, 
with uh, 50 with uh, 32 percent of the vote uh, Chris Hovey Republican with 26 percent uh, Vanessa Emlick Democrat with 22 percent and Nathan Janowitz with 20 uh, percent <coughs> so Republicans winning the Airport Authority Board of Director seats. Uh, LPS, uh, LPS, Board of Education, District 2, Payush Srivastav, Democrat, winning with 60% of the vote, uh, beating Emmy Poland, Republican, with uh, 40%. In the LPS, Board of Education, District 4, Annie Mumgard, Democrat, with 60%, over Elena Rouillette, Republican with 40%. And then uh, Bob Rauner, uh, winning uh, LPS Board of Education District 6 with an N. That must be not indicating any party. With uh, 62% over Richard Aldag, the fourth, a Republican with 38% of the vote. Some of the council members who've won their profiles. Uh, Lincoln City Council candidate profile, James Michael Bowers. This is also from 1011now.com. James Michael Bowers is the sole Lincoln City Council member running for a second term during this upcoming election. Democrat is facing off against Republican Taylor Wyatt in District 1, which covers a large swath of Northeast Lincoln. And uh, 1011 now sent out a questionnaire. Uh, <clears throat> so, occupation, school social worker, and therapist. Well, I'll read some of these things written by the candidates later. First, one to talk about Give to Lincoln Day. From the GiveToLincoln.com website, Give to Lincoln Day is May 24th, 2023, although you can start giving now. It's really a month-long thing. Uh, Give to Lincoln Day, coordinated by Lincoln Community Foundation, is a time when everyone in Lincoln is asked to make a donation toward the organizations that are critical to the care, support, and spirit of our great city. From May 1st through May 24th, every donation makes a bigger impact because participating nonprofits also get a proportional share of a $500,000 matching fund provided by LCF and generous sponsors including presenting sponsor, Westgate Bank. And here's a bit about Give to Lincoln Day. From the Give to Lincoln website. Event Overview. Give to Lincoln Day is a 
Giving Day event that encourages you to contribute to Lincoln and Lancaster County nonprofit organizations between May 1st and May 24th. Give to Lincoln Day is coordinated by Lincoln Community Foundation in partnership with local nonprofit organizations. Every donation makes a bigger impact on Give to Lincoln Day because nonprofits also get a proportional share of a $500,000 match fund made possible by LCF and generous sponsors. The purpose of Give to Lincoln Day is to promote philanthropy in Lincoln and Lancaster County. There are three primary goals. One, introduce new donors to local nonprofit organizations. Two, help Lincoln nonprofit organizations tell their stories and educate Lincoln about the positive impact they have on our lives. Three, shine a community spotlight on this day of charitable giving to raise a substantial amount of new money to assist the local nonprofit network. Give to Lincoln Day is intended to be a bonus fundraising opportunity for local nonprofits in our community. And then it has a section about prizes and uh, making a donation. And, uh, you can do it online, offline. But uh, I'll get to more of that later. First, I wanted to read uh, an editorial that uh, didn't get to last week from the uh, Lincoln Journal Star, and uh, maybe callers might have some idea about how we got the election results we did, those who worked on campaigns or observed them. The phone number here is 402-474-5086. I'm not taking down donations myself since I have a talk show and I've got to talk and really can't uh, talk and write and listen to information at the same time. So if you call in, it will be to uh, state your point of view, uh, share your opinion with those listening as to the... Uh, election results from this uh, May 2nd, 2023 uh, Lincoln, Nebraska city election. <coughs> but the editorial from April 23rd, 2023 Gaylor Baird gets nod in mayoral race. Campaign ads tell us a lot about the candidates. Contrast the TV ads between Mayor Learon Gaylor-Baird and her opponent, State Senator Susan Geist. They convey a story about each candidate. Mayor Gaylor-Baird's ad is bright, positive, talks about accomplishments and her vision for the future of our city. Geist's ad is dark, distorted, and harshly negative. Two different views of the world... Based on her ad, I am not sure what Geist has to offer, but more political angst and fear. 
I support Gaylor Baird for her accomplishments and positive vision of the future filled with promise. Somewhere under the negative ads and heated rhetoric, there was a truly substantive, sub, sub, substantive, substantive debate to be had about the future of Lincoln as we vote for mayor, incumbent Learon Gaylor Baird, and recently resigned Sus Senator Susan Geist, want many of the same things for Lincoln, public safety, good streets, affordable housing, and unity but differ on how to get there. We think the path represented by Gaylor Baird and embodied by her first term is the better way. No politician can go through a pandemic, a simmering summer of high tension and, roller co and a roller coaster ride of the economy without a misstep or two. But Gaylor Baird has led ably through hard things. The editorial board evaluates candidates and issues through the prism of our stated priorities, issues involving civility, diversity, safety, and quality of life, and the environment are among our top concerns. And in all those areas, Gaylor Baird has shown results. Lincoln weathered COVID better than most communities and has continued to prosper under Gaylor Baird's leadership, continuing to develop downtown as a residential option and entertainment and culture hub. Beginning the process of securing a second water source for the city and raising police pay to hire and retain police officers, all with community-wide inclusion. Claims about Lincoln being unsafe are more perception than fact, a percep perception likely shaped by ads supporting Geist. The actual number of crimes remains small enough and variable enough that touting percentage increases or trends is meaningless. But Geist and the Together Nebraska PAC backing her has certainly made it the central issue in her campaign using dark images and cherry-picked data, including plenty of Journal Star headlines. In fact, though, uh, is Geist has ideas of vision. In fact, though, is fact though is Geist has ideas of vision and can point to legislative successes and bipartisan efforts. She resigned her seat to go all in on the mayoral race. That's understandable from the standpoint of a time commitment, but it left voters guessing on how she would have navigated the difficult issues facing the unicameral. She could have shown voters a lot more about her character and leadership than through an ad campaign. Geist is a credible and solid candidate who offers a choice to voters, but the positive message she shared with the editorial board on our interview, one focused on working on things we can all agree on, has largely been drowned out by more negative ad messages. A lot of money and a lot of energy has gone into this race. But the beauty of our system is that on May 2nd, voters who have sifted through all the debris of a messy campaign will make their own decisions. And we believe that the best decision is to vote for Gaylor Baird Lincoln isn't perfect, but it's headed in the right direction. And that's the editorial from the Journal Star from April 23rd, 2023.
the headline, Gaylor Baird gets nod in mayoral race. And as I was indicating, with the election results, well, uh, she won. the election results once again Learon Gaylor Baird uh, wins the race for mayor getting re-elected with uh, 54% of the vote James Michael Bowers uh, re-elected to uh, Lincoln City Council District 1 with 53% of the vote Tom Duden, Republican, elected in the second district of the city council with 55% of the vote. And uh, Justin Carlson, elected to District 3 with 61%. And in District 4, Brody Weber, Democrat, elected with 59%. Airport Authority Board of Directors had Chris Stokes and Chris Hovey, both Republicans, elected with... Uh, 32% and 26% respectively. Uh, Board of Education, District 2, Payesh Srivastav, Democrat, elected with 60% of the vote. Annie Mumgard, uh, Democrat, District 4, with uh, 60% of the vote, uh, likely winning there. And Bob Rauner, with uh, an N, indicating no party winning the District 6, Board of Education, with 62% of the vote. And uh, once again, the phone number is 402-474-5086, if you would like to call in. And uh, the topic is uh, the election results for the May 2nd, 2023 City of Lincoln election for mayor, city council, and uh, school board and airport authority. But also, uh, Give to Lincoln is here. Any donation made to KZUM now until 11.59 p.m. on Wednesday, May 24th, will have a percentage matched by the Give to Lincoln Maturing Funds Poll. So head to kzum.org, hit the donate button, and you'll be directed to the KZUM Give to Lincoln page. Thank you for supporting KZUM. And, uh, okay, so go to kzum.org. Okay, and then there's the donate button with a little heart on it. Hit that. And you go to a page that says uh, KZUM Radio 89.3 backslash Sunrise Communications. KZUM Community Radio educates and builds community through broadcast media with diverse and independent voices that enrich the perspectives of our audience on 89.3 FM and worldwide at KZUM.org. And then there's another donate button, which you hit that and 
I suppose it goes to more <coughs> filling out of information. So it's now 11.30 p.m. Central Daylight Time. And this is KZUM Lincoln and KZUM HD. 89.3 FM, KZUM.org online. Broadcasting live from the studios of KZUM, located in the College View section of Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, I guess I had the microphone on when I was clearing my throat. Well, the weather. It's now 52 degrees Fahrenheit, 37 degrees centigrade, almost full moon, no wind, and uh, low tonight of 37 degrees Fahrenheit, kind of cool. Of course, you get that with the clear cloudless sky, and uh, tomorrow predicted to be much warmer, with a high tomorrow of uh, 78 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm, very warm. And the election results, oh, uh, the song I played, I keep trying to remember to actually tell people what I've played. Uh, that was Happy Days Are Here Again by Ben Selvin and the Crooners from 1930. And uh, the election results, which is the topic of the show, have uh, the mayor's race, uh, Leon Gaylor-Baird, winning uh, re-election as mayor, Democrat Leon Gaylor-Baird. Then uh, Lincoln City Council, District 1, James Michael Bowers, re-elected. Uh, in District 2, uh, Tom Duden, Republican, elected. One of the Republicans elected tonight. In uh, Lincoln City Council, District 3, Justin Carlson, a Democrat, elected. Lincoln City Council, District 4, Brody Weber, Democrat, elected. And, uh, Lincoln Airport Authority, Board of Directors, a couple of Republicans elected, Chris Stokes and Chris Hovey. And, uh, Board of Education, District 2, Democrat Payush Shrivastav. Board of Education, District 4, Annie Mumgard uh, in the lead there, Democrat, likely to win. Then the Board of Education, District 6, Bob Rauner, with an N for, I guess, no party indicated, uh, winning there. I'll have a lot of mailers that I got. Thought I'd bring them in and go through them. Let's see, there were a couple from uh, Center for Voter Information, which uh, recognized me for being someone who votes. And uh, <coughs> there 
there's an important... Oh, dear Brian, there's an important election on Tuesday, May 2nd. Our democracy depends on people like you exercising their right to vote. If you already voted, thank you. Uh, this report card provides a helpful summary of how often you have voted and how your voting participation compares to others in Nebraska. And a voting record for Brian S. Mary. Yes, I voted in the May election. Uh, oh, it's uh, anticipating that I would vote in the May election, but has that I yeah, yeah, voted in past elections, uh, and it goes back to 2016. And uh, let's see. Anyway, yes, and here's uh, the other one. Uh, did you know that in a recent election for the U.S. House of Representatives in Nebraska, where 248,007 people voted, the race was decided by as few as 18 votes per neighborhood. Your vote can make the difference. By voting for candidates who will fight for issues that matter most to you, and determine the direction of your community. Show. It's a little bit of recognition for voting, showing that uh, yeah, I'm above the average, average of all voters, your participation, your voting score is above average. Yay! And there's a whole bunch of other ones here. Oh, got a call. That's fortunate. Hey, Zoom, you're on the air. Hi. I want you to know that Giving to Lincoln Day is coming up, and I am going to contribute 100 bucks to KZUM because this is the only radio station in Lincoln, Nebraska, that is covering the election results live. Every other radio station in Lincoln is being run by a computer, and you guys lives. That's worth a hundred bucks to me. I want you to know. Well, thank you very much for that. Greatly Take appreciate care. your good contributions. Night. Yes, good night. Yeah, and I know what's on the other stations. At the uh, Lincoln station, at least uh, the one, uh, well, let's not get into that some other time. The program I will refer to as Crazy Train to Midnight, which is an outright uh, Nazi program. And I'm not calling it a Nazi program because they don't support taxing richer people at a higher rate than poorer people or are against uh, public health insurance or anything like that. No, it's because they have actual Nazi ideology uh, mixed in with their broadcast, which I won't repeat here and now, but might do a show on it sometime. That's another topic for another day. And then uh, the Omaha station, yeah, almost as bad. Another broadcaster for Vladimir Putin. And evil. And loving it. Well, another time. 
I was wanting to talk about uh, Lincoln's mayor's race marked by big money, a look at campaign spending, and was going to get into it with these, oh, let's see, the different brochures I got. Vote for the candidates who support our rights. Uh, vote Democrat, later on for Lincoln mayor. Susan Geist is too extreme for Lincoln. Uh, vote Democrat Nathan Janowitz, who unfortunately did not get elected to the airport authority. Another one for Mayor Learon Gaylor Baird. And another one for uh, the mayor. And yet another. And another. Lots of ones for the mayor. Mostly the mayor. One for her opponent. Maybe one or two. And they must have known that I was a Democrat and not likely to vote for her. Didn't want to waste their money on me, but they certainly spent a lot of money on the uh, running ads on radio and TV. And so, from... 1011now.com and I greatly appreciate that, yeah. Doing a live show covering the election results and uh, it's a shame that the uh, other stations aren't doing that. Just running syndicated things and not giving it coverage. Alright, Lincoln Mayor's Race Marked by Big Money A Look at Campaign Spending Lincoln, Neb, K-O-L-N. Between Democratic incumbent Laron Gaylor Baird and Republican Susan Geist, more than $3 million has been put toward the race in Link for Lincoln's mayor. Here's a breakdown of those contributions and spending based on campaign filing documents and data from the Nebraska Accountability and Disclosure Commission. Learon Gaylor Baird. Learon Gaylor Baird has raised $1.5 million in cash donations and $70,682 in in kind donations, most of which was raised in 2023. $1.3 million is from individual donors. The biggest donors to her campaign include a $250,000 donation by Mike Hayes, CEO of NRC Health a $55,000 donation by UNL professor and physicist John Wilhelm, and a $15,000 donation by Suzanne Shore, wife of Senator Pete Ricketts. <coughs> Gaylor Baird has also raised $235,000 in money from other sources like PACs, political action committees, and organizations, this includes $75,000 from the Lincoln Firefighters Association. Gaylor Baird has spent $930,000, at least as of when this ad was put out. Susan Geist has raised $1,094,400. $473 in cash donations and $545,055 in in-kind donations. 
730000 is from individual donors, including $200,000 from the Peed family and $50,000 from Pete Ricketts. More than $212,000 of her donations are from PACs and organizations. The biggest organizations who have donated Geist's campaign include $705,000 from Sandhills Global Incorporated, $25,000 from Donnie Dormy, Dormy Networks, $25,000 from Stonebrook Exteriors, and another nearly $60,000 in in-kind donations from Sandhills Global. <coughs> Geist has spent $960,000 as of when this <coughs> article was uh, put out. Let me see, when was this? This is from, oh, well, today. So I guess they spent their money and they're done spending. Uh, TV ads. 1011's news team requested information from our sales department and learned the amount spent on mayoral campaign commercials in 2023 is nine times the amount purchased in the 2019 mayoral race. Taylor Baird's campaign purchased 3,382 spots between March 8th and May 2nd. Suzanne Geist's campaign bought 1,851 commercial spots between March 22nd and May 2nd. Together Nebraska PAC bought 1,271 commercial spots between March 1st and May 2nd. Together Nebraska. Together Nebraska, which has supported Republican candidates, is the PAC with the most money in the state in 2023, according to the Nebraska Accountability and Disclosure Commission. Documents show the PAC raised $860,015 for the mayor's race in 2023. The PAC had just six donors in the last few months, four of them from the Peed family, Rhonda, Sarah, Sean, and Thomas Peed, collectively donated $535,000 to the PAC, Pete Ricketts donated $300,000, and Tom Ostergaard donated $25,000. Between the primary and the general election, the PAC purchased nearly $550,000 in ads opposing Gaylor Baird. And... uh, it says, see this Flatwater Free Press article for an in-depth look at the Peed family's political contributions. Might just do that in a moment. A comparison to the 2019 election. In 2019, Leon Gaylor-Baird ran against Jeff Kirkpatrick in the primary election and Cindy Lamb in the general election. Leon raised less than $600,000 in that race for a 176% increase this election. In total, all three candidates raised just over $1 million in the 2019 race and spent just under $1 million. And once again, looking at the results... See, there's a few more who've been declared the winner. Uh, the uh, Lincoln mayor, Learon Gaylor Baird, wins. Uh, Democrat wins with uh, 
54% of the vote. Lincoln City Council, District 1, James Michael Bowers, Democrat, wins with 53% of the vote. Lincoln City Council, District 2, Tom Duden, Republican, wins with 55% of the vote. In uh, Lincoln City Council, District 3, Justin Carlson, Democrat, wins with 61% of the vote. In uh, Lincoln City Council, District 4, Brody Weber, Democrat, wins with 59% of the vote. Lincoln Airport Authority Board of Directors, Chris Stokes, Republican, wins with 32% of the vote. And also Chris Hovey, Republican, joins him in winning at uh, 26% of the vote. In the LPS Board of Education, District 2, Payush Srivastav, Democrat, wins with 60% of the vote. In uh, LPS Board of Education, District 4, Annie Mumgard has not been declared the winner officially, but having 60% of the vote, it seems likely that she will win there. And then the LPS Board of Education, District 6, Bob Rauner, uh, with an N, for I guess no party indicated, uh, wins with 62% of the vote. And I wanted to get to uh, the Flatwater Free Press article, flatwaterfreepress.org. A new megadonor is changing Nebraska politics and declining to say why. It's from April 28, 2023, by Ryan Hoffman. A Nebraska family has plowed more than $1.6 million into the Lincoln mayor's race, an unprecedented sum that represents the latest bursts, burst in a multi-year deluge that, at the federal level, rival, rivals the political spending by a famed Las Vegas casino magnate and a titan of Silicon Valley. It's not the Nebraska family, you think. It's the Peed family and their business, Sandhills Global, not the Ricketts family, that have eclipsed all other donors in an attempt to help former state senator Susan Geist, a Republican, oust Mayor Learon Gaylor Baird, a Democrat. The Peds and their company have steered nearly $1.09 million in cash and in-kind contributions directly to Geist's campaign, and another $535,000 to a political action committee running attack ads against Gaylor Baird. As of April 17th, the Peds and Sandhills were responsible for nearly two-thirds of the total contributions Geist had received. It's become an issue in the race with the mayor and her supporters reacting with alarm and insinuating that the peed money must come with strings attached. Geist and her allies have dismissed those concerns as political posturing, noting it takes serious money to run a modern campaign. But there's no debate that the peds are now political heavyweights, an unusual position for a family that has largely shirked the limelight in Lincoln. Over nearly four decades, the peds built sandhills from a small niche publishing business into one of Lincoln's largest private sector employers. 
Their assets, allegedly valued at more than $1 billion, according to a court filing, now include golf courses, restaurants, and a cattle operation. They're active in the Catholic Church, and they've been longtime philanthropists, giving more than $7 million to charities during the past two decades. Their emergence as GOP megadonors, on the other hand, is new, so new that multiple former state party officials said they knew little about the family. <coughs> that may soon change. Since 2020, the Peds have unleashed a torrent of cash in Nebraska and beyond. In the 2022 federal election cycle, Sandhills affiliated contributions totaled more than $14.7 million, putting the business in the same league as casino magnate Steve Wynn and linked in co-founder Reed Hoffman. In Nebraska, contributions from the Peds and Sandhills have shot them towards the top of the political donor list and drawn comparisons to the Ricketts family, the state's most prominent mega-donors. The sudden surge in spending, particularly in Lincoln's mayoral race, has led local political observers to ask, why are the Peds shoveling so much money into politics? Uh, the family isn't saying. Multiple emails sent to Tom Pede, the family patriarch, weren't returned. Sean Pede, the oldest son and now CEO of Sandhills, didn't respond to several emails or return a voicemail left with his office assistant. Sandhills Company Outreach Coordinator Jim Hansen did not respond to an email and a voicemail. For two decades... <coughs> For two decades, the Peds pretty much stayed out of politics in their home state, with a few exceptions. That changed after 2020, following a year of upheaval, with a pandemic, police killings of unarmed black Americans, destructive riots, and a polarizing presidential election. The Peds leapt off the sidelines, a flatwater free press analysis of state and federal financial disclosure data found. From 2000 through 2020, the Peds and Sandhills spent about $140,000 and $140,800 on in-state races, or roughly $7,000 a year. In the past 28 months, just in Nebraska alone, they've spent nearly $2.7 million, or nearly $87,000 each month. Historically, the Peds and Sandhills have been most active at the federal level. They faithfully supported former Representative Jeff Fortenberry, who worked for Sandhills prior to serving 17 years in the House. Uh, Fortenberry resigned in 2022 after he was convicted of three felonies stemming from an investigation into illegal campaign contributions. Even with their steady giving over the years, the 2020 election cycle marked the start of a dramatic spike in federal contributions. Since 2000, the Peds and Sandhills have contributed more than $21.9 million, according to the Federal Election Commission records. Nearly $20.3 million, 93%, has come since 2020. 
During that period, they've given to state GOP parties across the country, as well as individual congressional candidates in Nebraska and elsewhere. They gave nearly $1.2 million to committees affiliated with former President Donald Trump, but no receipt tops the Congressional Leadership Fund, a super PAC that works to get Republicans elected to the U.S. House. The Peds and Sandhills have given $17 million to it since 2020. In the 2022 election cycle, Sandhills was the 42nd most generous donor of the 30,777 organizations that gave, according to Open Secrets, a D.C.-based nonprofit that tracks and analyzes money in politics. That ranking puts Sandhills two spots behind the National Association of Realtors and just ahead of Alphabet, the parent company of Google, but still well behind the top donors. For example, the failed cryptocurrency firm FTX reported $75.2 million in contributions, good enough to rank number three. George Soros, Soros Fund Management, ranked number one with $179.9 million. Brendan Glaver, senior data analyst with Open Secrets and said Sandhills, and the Peds have largely flown under the radar of those who monitor money in politics. Quote, they really upped the ante on the money that they put in in 2022. I think in this cycle, people are going to be paying more attention to them, he said. And uh, this article continues on. It's much longer than I have time to get to everything in it. So I'll just end by saying that uh, this has been the Servative Hour. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, good night to you all. <laughs>